Hey, sweetheart, this for you. I'm on here for you. Yeah. But I am just talking. I thank God for granted favor to get on here. I don't really want to do anything else but talk to you right now. I um, got to do more research as to how I go about having my son, you know, be a part of the teens and, you know, in ministry, the teens ministry. God was talking to me a lot about him going to that, you know, teens conference, you know, and I just wasn't used to having my son, you know, be away from me. I'm not there to help assist him if he need me to help with anything. Not saying nobody else can, but, you know, no one knows your child like you do. And God is really having me to let him branch out, you know. He's at the age that he can branch out and, you know, all, everything that guides me to deposit on the inside of him, you know, will not leave. <laughs> You know, I am going to sign them up. I don't know how I go about it, but I'll definitely check it out. I know who to go to, you know, next time they have the you know teens together on next service. So I'm excited about that. He's excited about that. If I have him around anybody, it's going to be with children, you know, who have this, I mean, teens who have the same hunger and heart, you know to do better, to want better, you know, knowing that every good thing come from above. But I feel a great sense of family with you. I feel family with you. I feel family on you. I feel family around you. I feel family. I feel family. I thank God for you so much. I want to take this time to just say I love you. Thank you. Continue to keep my son in prayer as much as you pray for me. You know, he's such a great kid, you know. But I continue to have him to know that, you know, we live and we learn. You know, I'm not the parent to jump down his throat over everything, you know. Um, I just thank God for everything. I thank God for me learning from mistakes and developing and being a better and better mother. You know, let me tell you, being a parent, we have an instructor and that's our creator because no child come with instructions. got to continue to keep your child in the way they're supposed to go. That means a lot of communicating, a lot of praying, a lot of, you know, spending time and doing things together. And we do that all the time. I just really wanted to give my son a great sense to have a great sense of self because four years, of, of, you know, out of the most important years of his life, from the age of 10 to, I mean, yeah, nine, nine to 13, you know, he really, you know, was, had no privacy, no space to himself, none of that. We were always in the same room present, you know, 
on the same vehicle, you know, as if it was our home present. And so I just thank God that blessed me to have such a great kid to stir me up at times. You know, we have family. crying because I asked God, I said, God, just anything you want me to know about my child, just expose it unto me so I can help him. Keyword, so I can help him. And God had me to, God had me to um, go in his room and was like, you want anything? And I just so happened to say, what are you watching? And he said something. He was watching. I was like, show me. Let me see. And he was trying to pull it up on on his phone. And immediately I knew that he wasn't being honest with me. And it was some type of cartoon. You know, about, you know, a boy meeting a girlfriend or something like that. And I flipped. Because for one, he lied. He don't ever have to lie to me. I'm too, you know humble as a mother too, you know, open as a mother, you know, really kind. And, you know, we have a lot of fun together for him not to do that. But people say all the time, oh, that's what teens do. No, that's not what teens do. So, you know, I always talk to him about things and stuff like that, you know, and um, because he lied more than once about the same thing. I flipped. I flipped, sweetie. I flipped. I need to do something real quick. Let me put a different shirt on. Hold on, sweetie. That's another thing about having a son and you a mother. You can't walk around without no bra on. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean it. I do. I mean that. Is anybody, any woman, imagine yourself, sweetheart. Would you want to wear something strapped to your back all day? Come on now. You'd probably be throwing them joints to the side. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. You'd probably be throwing them joints to the side. <laughs> no. I ain't going with no double, triple Ds or nothing, but dang, yo. If I ain't had to wear one, I wouldn't wear one. But I'm not that mother to walk around the house without you know, like that in front of my child, you know. I don't even wear no bathing suit around my child, like a full one, you know. <laughs> I just feel like I'm exposed in front of them, yeah. But I, um, let me call him in here. Yeah. Because I want him to know that I apologize for flipping out, even though we had a talk, a long talk after the fact. But um, hold on, sweetie. And I'm not going to pause it because you're part of us. DJ. Hold on, sweetie. DJ. He's in the kitchen washing the dishes. I don't like to yell. I'm not going to yell like that. Hold on. DJ. DJ. Will you finish? Come here. 
Well, you can finish washing dishes, but when you finish, come here. Okay? Okay. Okay. You can finish washing the dishes. Go ahead. Yeah. When you finish, then come here. Okay. You know, just, I'm not trying not to flip and stuff like that, you know, because I'm just not the mother to just have that. No, I don't have it. I don't play that, but I'm very fair, very fun, but don't ever lie to me because I, you know, God used me to go through so much, you know, development and just the building of my character to be like his as a mother to take great care of you. And I do a darn great job at it. Don't you dare ever lie to me again. You honor me too much to even think you can lie to me and get away with it. Come in. I just wanted to say, I'm letting you know first I'm recording, okay? okay? I just wanted to say that, you know, we are a team. You know, you are my prince. And who am I? A queen. Yeah, but I want to apologize because I flipped. I got very upset with you because you weren't honest with me. But I don't want us to ever go through that again because I love you. And I want you to honor me that much to be honest with me because you could talk to me about anything. If I ask you something, be honest with me. Okay? Okay. You promise? And I promise that I won't flip out anymore. I just pray on ways to say things better than that. Okay? Okay. Because we are a team. Okay? Okay? Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Let me get my hug. I'm sorry, okay? Love you. Do it. All right. You go ahead. I'm good. <laughs> Love you. Okay. Did you enjoy the dinner? Yes, ma'am. You ate the pie already? Yeah. Okay. You go ahead and relax the rest of the day. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. We are a team, right? With my hearts. Oh, yeah. Got that. I got it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I'm good. Thank you. I love you. Me too. All right. I could have easily just stopped it, but I want you to, you know, hear it because, you know, not just you are part of his family, but give you things to pray for. Because I really wish he went to that conference. God was telling me all that time, let him go, let him go. Kanisha, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, it's just that... The way how, you know, everything happened by him being born here. He was, you know, pretty much forced out of me in labor for a whole week. Not 40 hours. Not 40 minutes. <laughs> in a whole week. You understand? With this boy. 8, 10 on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> On Valentine's Day in 2007, I given birth to him due to a cesarean section, an emergency cesarean section. And they kept telling me that he's going to have some major difficulties, some major delays, because he had some major serious surgeries, a lot of blood transfusions, heart rate kept dropping. We had to keep reviving him. That's a baby that's only... 32 weeks, you didn't go full term, you know, he's brain is, you know, the, the babies develop more at the, you know, at the end, the last couple of weeks, you know, it's like it's growing every day, 
So he didn't get that, you know, full development that he needed. And I'm trying to tell you, everything they said that would happen to that degree, it never did. But he does have, you know, challenges with his memory. So what I do is I go back and redo things and reteach things. And I thank God for all the people he placed in my life. You know, he was in a great, he started out in a great program due to evaluation and an observation called Early Stages. Very popular in the District of Columbia on North Capitol Avenue. They have multiple locations. And I connected with them and they just helped me out and had them in a small setting. And they evaluated him 80%, you know, accuracy of doing really well without having to be, you know, diagnosed with anything. And I thank God so much. I don't do diagnosis. I just pretty much just observe the areas and, you know, just evaluate carefully to see how can I strategize or brainstorm on ways to reach his level of, and so he could gain an understanding of what I'm saying to bring him up to where I am. So he won't be comfortable to stay where he is and not be afraid to grow and to learn and not be afraid to admit you need help. So it's like I've been an extra on top of an extra, you know, and I thank God for his dad. He's, he's more active in his life, but you know, a lot of parents, you know, we can use some extra help in areas like that, but it's just the environment that his dad is in currently, you know, the relationships that he in could be a little violent. They, you know, argue and fight a lot. And that's not the environment I ever have for my child. So I don't want him to see that, that type of environment being around that. So, you know, and I'm not going to keep him from his dad. That's not okay. But, you know, I just, you know, just because he's a great dad, a great dad. But, you know, all I ask is that you try. And I see that he does. But there's some edges that we can sharpen. But I'm going to let God do that. That's not my place. Because my son is 15 years old. Ever since he turned 13, he only to talk on his own. It was no dealings with me and his dad anymore. I didn't have to talk to you regarding him anymore. Because now he has his own phone. He knows how to get a great sense of direction to go and meet you. He doesn't ever come to my home. He doesn't have no place to come to my home. I don't ever come to his. I have no place to come. And he had, you know, some you no know, women in the relationship during the time that would, you know, spend time with my child because they're in that home, in that environment. And all I ask is that you respect my kid. And I thank God that, you know, God has granted me favor in that area. But God will let you know that if you're walking alongside with God, he would prefer the child to be under that care than a person who is now walking alongside with them because there's no wisdom and knowledge present. You know, there's no discerning present. You understand? So I just thank God, but you know, it's working out very well. I'm not the parent to put no one on child support because I feel as though if you want to take care of your child, it's up to you. I'm going to do my part regardless whether you do or not. And I thank God for what he's doing. I thank God for the things that he do do. But I don't mention him much because it's nothing to talk about because all the talking go between him and his father. I always tell my son, we have a great understanding. You know, what you do over there, if you need me, let me know. Other than that, that stays there. And what goes on in my home, it stays there. You know, I, you have to, you know, be used by God to be wise in our decision making.
and let things be known ahead of time. Because it's going to go according to how God have it to be. And no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I thank God for that. Regarding his, his father's side of the family, they don't have no dealings with me. There's no need. I don't come around. There's no need. There's no need. They want to talk to my son. They all have his phone number. You can call if you want. It's totally up to you. Hallelujah. And my son is a great kid, and I thank God. All the glory and honor belongs to him regarding it. Because I wouldn't be the mother that I am if I had not lifted my son back up to him. And they said so many times that, you know, he's not going to do this. Right then they said that he wouldn't be able to do, doing it and more. You know, but I thank God so much that it's like I'm working with him on different areas, you know, especially, you know, every, every area academically, you know, they pretty much um, modelize his work. And I'm grateful for that. And um, I'm just so honored. And I'm just pretty much giving you a description so you can know. Because that was another concern of mine. Because when people see my son, they automatically be like, okay. And they might just overwhelm him with a lot of things they feel as though that he know. Because, you know, people just assume. <laughs> and I've always been there to be, you know, his support system. So it's like, I'm not used to him going anywhere for a long period of time. If it's not the usual places without me being there. And God was like, he's going to be fine at the conference. See, God didn't have me to know you were going to be there because he didn't want me to send them on the behalf of you. He wanted me to send them on the behalf of me just taking steps of faith. But when I found out that you were volunteering there, I was like, oh, he would have been great. Okay, he he had to be with him. But just the fact that knowing that you're there, you're watching all the everything that's going on wherever you are, you know, making sure everybody, you know, you know. So I'm going to sign him up and let him go ahead, you know. It's just that, you know, everybody is not as patient, you know, and people can say things and do things. But guess what? I thank God that me as a mother, I have a great sense of uh, education, you know, experience webinars, seminars under my belt. And a lot of teachers ask for my advice because I'm a mother, even though I'm very young, because I really feel that I'm a very lenient person and before I even sit down and talk to any, you know, educator or anybody, caretaker of my kid, I always let them know who I am as a mother and who he is as my child. Because no one could introduce me to my own kid and tell me things about my kid more than I can tell them. So I'm going to let them know who I am and what are my expectations regarding my kid. So we can collaborate and make sure that he gets exactly what he needs from both ends, from all ends. Because I let my child know every day, you are worth being here. You are important. I even let him know how handsome he is. You don't have to go out there and hear from somebody else to feel that way. You are very smart. Very. And sometimes he used to get so frustrated. I just... He never used to work can't because I don't bring that word up. But he just sometimes he could get a little like, you know, he have been like that. 
And sometimes if he don't understand something, he don't want to bother because he could discern very well if a person don't want to be bothered and he'll just sit there and just wait to get home with me and we do it together. But I'm not going to have that for my kid. No, you're going to do what you're supposed to do and you're going to do it well regarding my kid respectfully. You're going to honor him. You're going to help him. You're going to be patient with him. And you're going to do it diligently, cheerfully, generously. Because he's favored. And I thank God I get all kinds of messages from the school, phone calls. One teacher stopped in the middle of a lesson. I just got to tell you how amazing David is. I got a text from the school. The school would not be the same if it wasn't for David being here. It's such a presence on David. Such a presence on this boy. He's so amazing. It's like it doesn't matter if he don't know the, the work or he tries so hard. That boy honors me so much. But I want him to know that if you make a mistake, it doesn't mean that I dishonor you. I love you. You understand? Such, such a good kid. I don't want to cry and call him in here again because I don't want him to. He might cry. <laughs> yeah. Such a good kid. He's such a good kid. I can imagine how your mother felt about you and all your siblings, you know? Such a good kid. It's nothing like having a good kid. Very respectful. Don't have to tell much to. <coughs> Very understanding. Such a great kid. And Father, I just want to just ask you to forgive me for flipping out earlier. Forgive me. Just pray to be so much more better. It's so much better. It's so much better. So much better. God. I do not play when it comes to parenting. No, I don't. I really don't. Yeah. I'm that parent that will just, you know, just stop everything I'm doing to just enjoy a moment with my kid. Just kick back and relax. And just, you know, laugh and talk. Just... I did not have no idea this is going to be said. All this is going to be happening on here. It's okay. This is very personal. I'd rather not have this on here, but <laughs> it's okay. It don't get no person to be wrong for you. <laughs> it don't get no person to be asking you to tease me. <laughs> you understand? So, whatever. I'm just so grateful. I had a dream about you last night very quick. 
you uh, were driving. We were, I was in, oh God, I'm so excited getting to get it out. I was in your car for the very first time and you were driving us around. And this is our first time in your car together. We were excited. We were nervous. Like, oh my God, this is happening. You in my car? I'm in your car. It was like that encounter. And you were taking me to be introduced to one of your close guy friends. Yeah, you were going to meet him, introduce me, so I never met this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was so excited. I don't even know what kind of car you drive. I don't even care. I don't even care. If I'm not mistaken, that encounter I had with you in church, I think you drove off in a gold car. But I don't know. I don't be looking like that because that's not my thing. I'm just not like that. Mm-mm. No. I wasn't even looking, no. I know when I last seen you, when I heard your voice, I lit up inside. I don't mind telling you these things. So what? I love you. I don't have nothing to hide. I don't have no pride. I don't have anything. I'm all in with this love for you. I was lit up inside when I heard your voice. Oh, my God, he's here. I was like, oh, my God. Play it cool. Play it cool. Play it cool. Keep it cute. Keep it cute. Oh, God. <laughs> you understand, you know, and just being in order. No one is, you know, is for no one to get in between that, you know, but they can help you on your end. But God, have it to be just you and me, me coming to you, you know, not even me to my mom, you know, just you, not my sister, you know, you. And I thank God for that because who else would I rather have came to, you know, other than you, rather than you, you know? I'm so grateful. It taught me how to be honest with myself, being honest to you, being open. I could tell you anything. Oh, speaking while I'm talking, I could take this off now. Oh, my son gone. He, you know, I'm in my room for the night. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. <laughs> you want to hear this thing get tossed? You want to hear it? Listen, do it on the wall. I don't even care. It landed on the floor. I didn't want to fold up and put it in the drawer. No. I be throwing, sweetheart, I be throwing my bras on. <laughs> Sweetie, you still want to marry me? <laughs> You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I got to use the word ain't. You ain't going nowhere. No, I got to talk proper. You are not going anywhere. Mm-mm. No, man. <laughs> I love you so much. Yeah. I'm so excited to see you again. God is showing me UK. I lift up the UK right now in the name of Jesus. That no weapon formed against that land shall ever prosper. That your will be done. That you be glorified, Father. That all is well. Hallelujah. May the people continue to be edified, Christ magnified, and you glorified. In Jesus' name. He showed me big U K. Uh-huh. And I think it's uh political. Cause I'm seeing a gated fenced in building like it's presidential. Yeah. So I lift that up. Yeah.
I just got on here because you're family. You're a part of our, us as a family. So I'm excited. Pray for me that I get to, you know, sign him up successfully on how I go about it. I think I just take him to the back on service, you know, with the teams. I'll get it. I'll just look up on, you know, the website and see what do I do to have him be a part of that. I'm excited because I never, you know, had him to go elsewhere like that. You know, but I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. Like God said, let him branch out. You know, you have to be the parent for each child as they are. And, you know, my child, due to all of them, those things happened to him due to being hit by a drunk driver. You know, I just thank God. I just thank God so much. I thank God. I wrote the drunk driver a letter. And I told him that my son is born. I'm okay. Everybody's okay. I'm not angry at you. I forgive you. Everybody was pissed off. I could have lost this. You could have lost that. But I didn't. I'm not angry at you. If I didn't have so much, you know, aches and pains, I would have went to, you know, his trial, his court, you know, day. And I would have sat on his side. Because I'll never forget the sound of his voice. When they put me and him, God did that for a reason. Because they don't ever put two people in the same ambulance, the person who's responsible for the other person's injuries. You understand? They put me and him in the same ambulance. And I really knew that was God's doing. And I'll never forget, never forget how he was crying, saying, let me die. And the paramedics wanted him to feel that way. And they kept trying to make him feel bad. Yeah, she's pregnant. Oh, yeah, you know that, right? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's in pain. Yeah, we had to cut her out the vehicle because of what you did. And he studied crying, let me die, let me die. Like, show mercy. And I couldn't really talk much, but I was, you know, gasping, trying to, and I was like, you know, just telling him to be quiet, stop, because every time he cry and, and me and him just kept moaning and groaning because every bump that that ambulance hit, he had broken ribs too. He had more than I did actually. And, we, you know, bones would be moving in our body and it hurt so bad. So we both was like, ah, 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 ah. I will never forget that the whole ride from Branch Avenue all the way to, um, with a, you know, right across the street from where we go to church. And I wasn't even a member at the house, you know. And we went to Southern Merlin Hospital. And I'll never forget, they sent me from Southern Merlin, you know, when I went in labor, they had to send me to, you know, GW, which is great for that type of help that I needed for my child. But um, I'll never forget that night. They gave me they gave me a machine with some drugs immediately, so I wouldn't feel the pain. And I would never forget, I had a visit in my room from this lady. It had on this suit appeared to be a lawyer, and she was questioning me so much. And I was answering the best way I could. But I would never forget. I was telling everybody about that visit I had. And people were saying, even the police officers were saying they were protecting our room due to, you know, it 
you know, making sure no one come in. And no lady ever came in my room. They said they had on, going, going 24-hour police. No one came in your room. I don't know who you talking about or maybe it's the medicine. And to this day, they still think it's the medicine. I had a visit from a lady with a light, I mean, yeah, light brown suit, skirt suit. And she had a pad and pen in her hand asking me questions. And she just went away. I was drugged up. But then as I thought about it, as the years go by, how can he have a lawyer present? We're not even able to get on the phone to call one. So that wasn't a lawyer. So who was that person present in my room? Because they kept saying no one walked in. That was an angel in disguise. A beautiful woman, angel, disguised as a lawyer in a suit, asking me questions. I'll never forget. And I saw blurry because I was drugged up. But I was still answering, going in and out. I'll never forget that. But the guy, he, uh, they sent him back home to his original. He lives somewhere like in, uh, he lives somewhere. I forgot, but it's a, another country. And I didn't want him to have to go back. You know, people were getting upset. Why are you so, you know, merciful? And I didn't care about that. You know. But I just thank God that I'm, you know, God had me to branch out with my son. I don't rush him to do anything. i like, do you have any interest in anything? He just enjoyed being a kid. You know, it's like, you know, I'm helping him so much. Go, I got to go back and forth on things with him, with the teaching. It don't matter. Sometimes I got to go back to like fourth grade, second grade, fifth grade. It doesn't even matter. I go back to every grade for my child. You understand? I just got to, you know, continue to be patient with it. Because at one point I was not patient. No, I was very pissed off. I was very pissed off. If I give you an answer twice, three times, and you still saying the wrong one, I was like, you know what? Oh, God. Jesus Christ. What in the world is this? Yeah, I was so pissed. And drinking didn't help it. No. But I thank God when, you know, rededicate my life at that time. You know, my early 20s, our relationship became so strong. I love him so much. It's just that I'm one of the mothers that I don't want my son to ever, you know, date. Don't ever, you know, I don't want him to be in no relationship. I don't even just see him doing things like that. And he was like, he's just 15. Don't think so much. I don't want him to date or want to date. I don't want any of that for him. But it's, I can't think that way. That's selfish thinking. But I just feel like I know what's best for him. But, you know, I give it all over to God because he knows more than I do. God knows what's best for all of us. You know, I'm not that mother that be like chasing people away. No, I'm very respectful. It's just that if it was up to me, I would have him to, you know, just marry when he, you know, whenever he's, you know, when God says he's ready, well, you know how teenagers be into, you know, that adolescence age, they want to date and all of that. My son is not doing that. I don't care what the other kids are doing. He's not doing that. 
you know? No, he's not. Like right now, it's a girl in his school. They went to junior high together. And she was like, you know, they just all hang together. It's a group of guys and girls. And it's so innocent. Okay. But then God, you know, had me to know that. She asked, is it okay if she can, you know, date my son? No, it's not okay. Don't call my phone asking me nothing like that. But I didn't say that. Aren't you supposed to be in class? Why are you calling me? He was like, you got to ask my mother whatever you want. Don't. As a matter of fact, he, he didn't know what dating really was. He just thought it was something that, you know, increased them just being better friends. But she had something else in mind. And I was like, oh, nah, not with my child. Not with mine. You know, so I had to pray about that. Because it's like their friendship is... Ah. Uh, it's like it's, un, it's not inseparable. It's very inseparable. It's like they could not be away from each other. And I'm just praying and I let my son know, just keep it innocent, son. Just keep it innocent. You can have a best friend, female friend, but just keep it innocent, son. No kissing, no hugging, no dating. You're just a kid. And I can tell this summer, them being away, tore them up because I did whatever I could to keep them apart. Because when she asked me, can she go out to the movies with my son? No, you cannot. Go to the movies with your, you know, by yourself or somebody else. And I had some people say, you know, you're thinking too far of it, Quinesia. You're just going to the movies. You think it too far. No, but sometimes you have to. You have to think for your kid. Because I'm not having it. You know? Now, you could go out and have fun and be a kid, a teenager. Remember that. I raised my child well, and no one's going to come and take that away from me. I don't care who you are in school. Because for you to be asking to hang out with some boys like that, where are your parents? No, you can't. And I was about to take them out, but they begged me, no, keep David here. Please, we want David here. So, God had me to say all these things to have you to lift it up. You know? I'm just not that parent. I'm not. I don't think it's cute for teenagers to have boyfriends and girlfriends. I don't think it's cute at all. I thank God that I have some great sense to teach my kid. You are worth waiting for. You can have friends. I ain't expect you to be around boys all your life. You could be around some girls, but just, you know, minimize conversations, topics, all those things. So I'm about to keep talking to him because I can feel God let me know already. She's so excited to go back to school and see David again. And he's very innocent. He's like, Mom, she's my friend, you know. I love my friends. They're very cool. But he do whatever I ask of him. And I told him to stay away. But I could tell I saw a difference in him. Like he, like he didn't really want to stay away. 
Like, this is my friend, mom. Why? So I don't want to do that to him. Because I don't know what God is connecting with them to do in ministry. You understand? Uh, friendship, relational, you know, it often mean, you know, anything other than just friendship. Connection is connection. So I didn't want to put a stop to that because you can sense when it's God present. And it looks very, very, you know, inseparable as friends. And I don't want to be the stop of that. But it's just like, oh, God, I don't know. Just pray because it's like, you know, that's why I said it'd be so easy if, you know, if I had a man to, you know, help me with words of wisdom regarding what to do. But I thank God that he's higher than any man, you know, and he's doing very good with that. Yeah. But I thank you for your part in it on how you help me, how you pray for me and my child. Thank you so much. You see all this noise? I know, I know, my God. Do there ever be any of your videos? No, it doesn't. <laughs> you don't even hear no birds chirping in yours. <laughs> Sound like you in France. <laughs> oh, I got to take my sweet out to France. <laughs> I got to take you to France so you can meet your peoples. <laughs> You're going to see your clothes in France and your shoes in France. <laughs> I love playing with you. But thank you. So God gave you an ear for the hear or to lift up regarding me and my, my son. I'm about to say baby, he's not a baby. Me and my son. He's a good kid. You're going to love him. You already do. Oh, I'm about to go outside and say, knock it off already. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm not that type of person. No, I'm very humble. Whatever, whatever. You know, the old cue, you know, back in the day would have been, oh, God. I would have felt like I had to start all over again. I believe so much in perfection. Yeah. But growing up a PG, we had to grow up off perfection. Yeah. But I love you. It's my time now. I'm not going to have you here for a whole hour. Are they digging in the ground? Please don't dig in the ground in this area. All kinds of things have come out the ground. And I'm on the ground level. Don't dig. Hold on. Don't dig. Please don't. Oh, okay. Thank you, Father. You want me to sit up and see? Okay. It's a dirt bike. Okay. So like it was a drill. Well, I'm about to watch. Okay. Okay, I'm about to watch him. Oh, dirt bike. It's a group of teenagers. I love you, Buka. Uh-oh. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Only in Gateway Square. Only in Gateway Square. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Only in Gateway Square. We got Captain America on the skateboard. I'm trying to tell you. We got Spider-Man jumping off the bounce. We said he going down the steps in the building. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got Garfield outside. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he got a little bit of everything over here. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. But it's very, very, you know, quiet. When you find like, when? When is it quiet, Quinny? I'm even recording. I get noise. <laughs> if you call that quiet, 
God. I know in your home you can hear pin drops all the time. Yeah. I love you. I just be joking with you a lot about stuff like that. Yeah. I love you so much. I love you. Greater is he enough. The he's in the world. I'm not about to wrap you up. Enough for the whole hour. I gave you enough to pray for. Thank you. And I was not going to mute it out because I want you to hear. There's no faking, no pretending. You need to hear for what it is. And this is how it is on my end with my kid. I love you. You're a part of us. And we're so honored to have you in our lives. Yes, we need you. Yeah. Can I have you today? It's not up to you. I know. I want to have you today. Mm. It's okay. Greatest he was in us. The he's in the world. You are so worth the wait. Mm. But at the same time, still excited to have right now. Yeah. Not going to lie about that. Uh-uh. No. Right now? Yeah, right now. Still waiting? Yeah, still waiting. But could be right now? Right now. <laughs> While I'm still waiting? Why I'm still waiting? <laughs> right now? Right now. Stop. We're going to be here. Greatest he was in us. The he's in the world, God. I love you.